0: I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Please welcome Bra Ola.
1: Good day, listeners. The topic of my message today is um, when trouble comes to paradise. Let us pray. God eternal, we Thank you because you express your person in your utterance. Give us that encounter today in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, because the logo would become Rema. The Rema would become the prophetic in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, that the word of God will run swiftly upon the heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So my main text today is found in First Kings chapter seventeen, verses one to seven. Um, it's a rather long one, but um, and Eli- and I read from the New King James Version. And Elijah the teachbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to her, the, "The Lord God of Israel, as the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall be no dew nor rain in these years, except at my word." Then the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get away from here, turn eastward, and hide by the brook chariot. And it will be that you will drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. For he went and stayed by the brook chariot, which flows into Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. And it happened after a while, the brook dried up, because there had been no rain. And it happened after a while, the brook dried up, because there had been no rain. The first part of my message is, all things come alike to all. So let's get it straight. God told him to go to the brook. He obeyed God. After a while, the brook dried up. Curious. I think it wasn't meant to happen the way, that way. I thought the blessing of the Lord makes rich, does not have sorrow. I thought whatsoever the Lord does remains permanent. More baffling was the reason why the brook dried up. It wasn't because Elijah sinned or that he left the God-ordained place. The brook dried up because of the drought in the land. And And guess who prophesied the drought? Elijah. Let us unpack and apply. This is what is going on here. I want you to get the fact that Elijah obeyed God and he got there and the water still ran out. So you are here, you are listening to me. God gave you that business. You were sure God gave you. But the business is closed today. God provided you with that wonderful job. You are laid off today. You prayed and you prayed and God gave you a husband or a wife. You guys are are divorced today. Folks, sometimes troubles come to paradise. The drought in the land touches the brook. And it, it even dries it up. Sometimes it does. I wish it doesn't happen that way, but it does. So, Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 2. All things come alike to all. In the interest of time, I'm not going to read more about that. And sometimes it even gets worse. The raven stops coming. I want you to understand that it shall be, 1 Kings 17, For it shall be you will drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed it. The ravens and the water... And the water are related. The ravens probably stopped coming when the water dried up. And even if they did not, what's the point of eating just bread alone without water? So what does that mean to you? It means God gave you the business idea. You went to execute it. God gave you the ministry. By the time everything was over, You were even worse off than you began until you, until you were worse off. You lost the, you had a house. You've lost a house. You were worse off. The, you know, you would even feel, okay, yeah, I should still have been better than I was. Yet it was God that told him to do it. It was God that told him. So the third part of my message is, my brook is drying up, or has dried up. What should I do? I'm glad you ask, and I'm going to be brutally honest with you. I don't know what you should do. But wait, I know what you should not do. Don't walk out on God. Don't conclude that there is no difference between the city and the brook. And he head back into the city, but there is no water. I understand. There is no raving, I know. What am I supposed to do here? Permit me to answer you with Psalms twenty-seven verse fourteen. Wait upon the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and it shall strengthen your heart. And I like the way said. This is wait. I say on the Lord. Wait. I say on the Lord. Wait. I say on the Lord. So why should I wait? That's the question. You should wait because according to Isaiah 40 verse 31, in the New Living Translation, those who trust or those who wait on the Lord will find new strength. We find new strength. Something new is coming. The text above said it all. Let us see how this played out for Elijah. Then the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, go to Saraphat, and do it there. And I have commanded the widow to to provide for you. You all know the story of the widow of Saraphat. Elijah said, said, um, make for me, and and your provision will never run out. And it did not run out. So, as I begin to conclude, why should I wait? One. God isn't out of options. God is about to do a new thing. When the brook dries off, there's a widow in waiting. Two, when trouble comes to paradise, because, listen to me, because that is not paradise Yes, That's the wilderness. You thought it was the paradise because it was better than where you were coming. God runs through people. God stops people over in the wilderness. You know, God stopped people over. And Moses said God takes people to the wilderness to test their character. So why should I, why should I wait? Because the next level, God wants to take you from events to systems. What do I mean? God wants to walk the, the miraculous into your mundane, the supernatural into your natural. By the time Elijah got to that widow's house, he doesn't have to wait for the raving anymore. Brothers and sisters, I like that better. Systems are better than events. I would rather live in divine health than getting healing from time to time. God wants to give you a system. I would rather have all my needs met than having to pray for financial miracle. But before he gives you a system, he has to run you through the wilderness. He has to let the brook dry off. Why should you wait? Because God wants to make you a blessing. There are stages in the blessings of God. He told Abraham, I will bless you and you will be a blessing. Elijah Elijah was only being blessed by the time God moved him to the city. It was a blessing to himself and to the widow and to his son. He eventually raised the widow's son from death. Those are degrees of God's blessing. Why should I wait? Because God wants your testimony to be sound, to have evidence. Elijah would come by and say, the ravens fed me. Which we would say, well, you said so. But if three people were saying, our being of flour never ran out. The testimony has more potency, has more strength than Elijah said Elijah saying, the raven fed me. So wait, I say on the Lord. As I conclude, may I ask you, is there trouble in your paradise? Because that is not your paradise yet. You just got it mixed up. I know it was better than where you were coming from. But that isn't God's best for you yet. Wait, I say on the Lord. Don't walk back into the city. No matter how turbulent the water is, a fish is safer in the sea than on the land. God bless you. Wait, I say on the Lord. In Jesus' name.
2: Hallelujah. Friend, this is a word in season for the wise. A word that will help you and me as we go through troubles of this world today. Wait upon the Lord. Remember, Elijah's final destination was not the wilderness. Wait upon the Lord. All things come alive to all. Wait upon the Lord and those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. God has not run out of options. He knows what he is doing. Your wilderness would strengthen you and help you for the next level. Your wilderness experience will solidify your testimony. So wait upon the Lord. He knows what he's doing. But I want to chip in to say that if you've not been born again, you need God on your side. Elijah received instructions from the Lord. You need to accept Jesus Make Him the Lord of your life so that you can receive instructions from Him. And this is the calling today. That if you will confess with your mouth Jesus as your Lord and believe in your heart that He died on the cross for you, you will be saved. And I want to lead you in prayer. Call upon Him now. Say a minute, dear Lord Jesus, I confessed my sin before you. I repent for my doubts because of the trouble in the land. I ask you to forgive me now. I receive Christ Jesus into my heart. I receive the help to wait upon the Lord even this day. And if you say this prayer and you mean it in your heart, we'll send you some resources to support you in your walk with God. God bless you as you do what you've heard today in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red dear? If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org Our phone number is 587-377-7745 Thank you. Bye for now.